Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are here with me today. We've got a wonderful show in store for you today with a very special guest who will be calling in a little bit later. But first, of course, we have our quotes of the day from the universe and from Abraham to kick us off and get us started. So let's see what Abraham and the universe have in store for us today. First, from Mike Dooley in the universe. Gotcha. We heard your thank yous and your woohoos and holy cows. If you keep celebrating like this, Before anything even happens, we're going to have to reinforce time and space so that it doesn't split when all the king's horses and all the king's men men march into the party with their nearest of kin. Code for huge party because great things are happening in one's life. TBT, the universe. Ah, we love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe reminding us how important it is to celebrate to act as if those wild dreams, those crazy things that we envision, that we hold dear in our hearts, that when we treat them as if they've already happened, that then time and space cannot help but to bring you that which you hold so much joy about. That actually in celebrating even before you know we have any reason to celebrate we're actually al- aligning ourselves with the very thing we're looking to manifest to achieve to bring into this reality and that's really what it's all about is coming into alignment because the only reason and Abraham talks a lot about this too, the only reason why anything does, is not in our reality is because we are not in alignment with it or there is some resistance to bringing that thing into our reality. And the surest way to release that resistance, the surest way to come into alignment is to celebrate it's to act as if how how are you going to feel when that great incredible thing comes into your life right how is it going to feel when you've manifested that new business that new job that amazing relationship that cruise around the world you know whatever it is that you're looking to manifest Because the only reason we're looking to manifest anything in our lives is because it brings joy to our hearts, is because, you know, we believe that's going to make us or help us to feel happier and more joyful. So why wait, right? Why wait until the thing is physically in front of us? Because if we start celebrating the fact that we have that best-selling book, or we, we, we're speaking to a sold-out audience, or uh, you know we've helped am- amazing people reach even greater depths of healing and, and, and relief from suffering. If we act as if it's already happened, there is no way that the universe can ignore that energy. There is no way that we will not bring that into our life. So, you know what that means, folks? That means for the next week, we've got to be celebrating some great stuff. So I want you to think about what is it that you want to celebrate for the next week? What is it that you want to bring into your life? How is that going to make you feel? What kind of happy dance are you going to be doing? And let's start doing the happy dance, okay? You guys got your homework assignment? Great. Thank you for playing along. All right. Let's see. That was from the universe. Let's see what Abraham has in store for us today. Matter is the evolution of energy. First, there is thought. Then there is thought form. And then there is matter. Matter is only thought that has been thought upon by more. 
Abraham. Hmm, yes. A very wonderful quote, one I, 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 I kind of like, uh, because people often don't quite get this relationship between matter and energy. And, and I often use uh, Einstein's famous equation, E equals mc squared, to explain this. Right, So if we look at that equation, it says E, energy, equals M, mass or matter, times C, which is the speed of light squared. Let's just call C squared some really huge number, okay? So energy is matter multiplied by a really huge number. Or if we divide one side by C squared and the other side by C squared, then we have an equivalent equation. We get matter equals energy divided by C squared, or basically energy that has now manifested or is vibrating at a lower density. So all matter is, is energy at a different vibration. And so what Abraham is saying here is that matter is actually an evolution so as opposed to thinking of matter as a lower vibration of energy, I think what Abraham's trying to say here is that matter is the consolidation of energy. And that when we place our energy on something, just like the universe was telling us before to celebrate, when we place our thought upon something, we want to manifest into reality around us. And we think about it and we visualize it and, and we celebrate like it's already happened, and we tell our best friends about it who think it's a great thing, and they put energy behind it. And the more people put energy behind something, that energy evolves into matter, and now you have this thing in front of you. And as a matter of fact, um, uh, we did a pre-record last week with this amazing gentleman who um, literally went from homeless to being a billionaire, using these very principles, using this very idea of visualization, of celebration, of affirmation, of using energy in a way to really bring people, bring the things that we want to create in the world into manifestation. So actually, matter is an evolution. This is what Abraham is saying. is an evolution of energy. Right? Now, it doesn't happen right away. All right, We've talked before about the buffer of time. Things do not happen immediately because if everything we thought manifested into matter right away, it would be pretty crazy out there. Um, so we have this buffer of time to make sure that we really, really want to manifest this thing. So um, two wonderful quotes from the universe and from Abraham, very much into alignment with each other. And I think actually pretty much in alignment with my guest today. Um, so before I introduce my guest, just a quick shout out. We got a couple of people on the Facebook Live. Alina Chapman, former uh, guest on the, on the Conscious Consultant Hour. Welcome to the show, Alina. And Jane, a dear friend in New Jersey, thank you for joining us today. Hopefully, you know, share this, let other people know about it. We want more people to listen in today because we have a wonderful, wonderful guest. And today it is my pleasure to welcome registered psychologist Dr. Gantz Ferenc, who is a speaker, author, and coach. Since the early 90s, Gantz has been helping individuals, couples, families, and corporations reduce their levels of stress, improve their relationships, and enjoy more success. Known for working with the toughest of the tough, including fourth-generation gangbangers, hardened oil and gas workers, battle-tested CEOs and entrepreneurs, and stressed-out law enforcement officers, Dr. Gantz is truly a master at showing people in high-stress occupations no-nonsense, practical strategies to stay focused, make healthy decisions under pressure, and boost communication skills to reduce conflict during difficult situations. And he's also the author of the best-selling book, The Me Factor, A Systematic Guide to Getting What the Hell You Want. Welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Dr. Gantz. Hey, thanks for having me so much, Sam. Oh, my pleasure, my pleasure. I'm glad we were able to work out. And, yeah. and I, I had the pleasure not all that long ago to share the stage uh, with Dr. Gantz on a media panel at the uh, annual retreat for the Evolutionary Business Council. 
Um, so it, it was fun to be up on stage sitting right next to him. And uh, it's great to, to have you on the show. I'm glad we were able to make this work. Yeah, me too. I'm so glad. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, you've been in the helping profession for a long time. Uh, was this something that you knew at a young age that you wanted to do? Uh, you know, it's funny because um, I, I always liked talking to people. I always liked helping people. But like mm. so many of my colleagues and so many of us that get into the helping profession, especially around psychology or um, psychiatry, I also wanted to figure out what, what was going on in my own life and with my yeah. own family and um, just kind of have some answers. And, and so there was, there was a sense that um, I wanted to, to pursue this, uh, this course of study, but I also liked to um, figure out how we work as humans yeah. and what, what gives us the best advantage, biggest bang for our buck, and how we can do better with less effort. Right, right. Wonderful. Wonderful. Now, now you actually chose kind of a, a pretty tough uh, a, a group of people to work with uh, when you started doing this, didn't you? Well, yeah, like it, 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 sort of. I sort of chose them. They sort of chose me. Right. right? <laughs> so, so, um, when I first started um, with my like, oh, sorry, so your 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 listeners may not know. I'm like, oh, so I'm six feet tall. I'm over two hundred pounds. I work out. I got a black belt karate. Um, you know, big ball black guy. Uh, so when I started doing my work as a psychologist. Um, they tended to put me into tougher situations because uh, they figured I could handle it and, and because I think that the people in those situations could um, relate to me a little bit better right. than, than you know, the, the typical folks that worked in that, that industry. So, you know, I started working out with these guys and, and it, was, it was good because I really I enjoy working with um, these groups of people that I work with because they, they tend to be under-supported right. and they also tend to underutilize the services that are available to them, like, like many of us. Right, right, absolutely, absolutely. So they, so they send you into the places where, you know, if let's say you were a petite woman psychologist, that it might not be the most comfortable of situations to go into. Right, right, and and you know somebody with a different body type and that looks different might have a a, di a more difficult time, you know, either establishing rapport with the with the people that they're working with or or credibility, right? Or right. they might not even feel safe, right? That's right. part of it. So. Right, exactly, yeah. exactly. Now uh, you're you're calling in from Alberta, Canada. Is that where you grew up? Is that where you? Yes, that that that's this is where I grew up. I I was born in the Caribbean. Came here oh. when I was uh, very young, I think about four, and grew up here. And then I was in um, I was in the states for about six years. I went uh -huh. to school, did my graduate school, graduate work in Michigan, uh -huh. and then I spent a year in Chicago, um, you know, working with the, the gangbangers and <laughs> and some of the folks in juvenile probations and different folks like that. And then came back to Alberta and working up in the oil patch in a place called Fort McMurray. Alberta. Oh, Did Fort McMurray, yeah. The, well, the, yeah. What do they call them, the tar sands? Tar sands, yep. Yeah, tar, tar sands or oil sands. And yeah, so I was working yeah. up there for 10 years. Yeah, yeah. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. All right, so uh, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, um, let's talk about just a little bit of, of why you focused on stress uh, in particular and anxiety so much. And then uh, I, I do, uh, and then later on in the show, we'll, we'll get into your book, The Me Factor, okay? Absolutely. Awesome. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're talking this hour with Dr. Gans Ferenc, author of the book, The Me Factor. And we will be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, the Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. Who do you want to connect with? Are you an entrepreneur or intrapreneur looking to build your following? Welcome to our show. 
Follow Me Friday with Joan and Priya. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern on talkradio.nyc. We're We're your digital connectors. connectors. Woo woo! (laughs) (laughs) Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Weakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon Eastern Time to 1 p.m. We're talking this hour with Dr. Gantz Ferenc, uh, known as Dr. Gantz, uh, uh, author of the book, The Me Factor. Um, okay, Dr. Gantz, so, so obviously you're, you're a big, you know, uh, tough-looking guy, not, even though you're a teddy bear, you're a sweetheart. <laughs> um, you, you know, you got put in some of these... these uh, pretty tough areas i'm just curious because because i i just uh, you know i grew up in the bronx but i, I didn't hang out too much with gangbangers i'm just curious you, you know when you were working with 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 fourth generation gang members you know what was that like and 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 how were you able to help them because sometimes you think people if they're in like such a tough situation in such a tough environment like you know what good can you really do right and, and it's tough because i mean when i was working with these guys these these were um you know, junior high and high school age kids at this point, right? So they weren't, Mm -hmm. they weren't like, you know, adults, but they were um, pretty much raised in the criminal lifestyle, right? That's all they knew. And so really working with them, the the first thing we have to do when we're working with anybody this tough is is connect with them. Because a lot of times these folks do not have the opportunity to connect with somebody who's not in that life. Right, 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 and so just being able to build that that relationship and build that rapport with them, and then be able to um, interject a well, I guess some alternative options, some mm-hmm. different ways of looking at life, different ways of thinking about their future, and about you know uh, what is actually going to work for them. So yeah, so that 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 was that was sort of the way in, but I found it really really rewarding because you know what. Um, <laughs> The stuff that I might think of as, you know, basically ABCs, right, right. kindergarten stuff, right. can be really life-changing to somebody who's never been exposed to it. Ah, okay. And were you actually able to to help some of these kids get out of the gang and, like, have a better life? Well, it, 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 it's, it's, it's tough to say, right? I was, yeah. I was there for a year, and I worked in, oh, um, in right. a school that was, um, you know, there to help them help them get through, get their schooling, give them different options. So, you know, uh, it's hard when you're doing this kind of work because some of these things that we do do take time to... Right, um, right. it's not not an overnight process, right? Right, exactly. You're you're planting seeds, basically, right? Right. And so you hope that, you know, you do your very best to, Mm. um, you know, give the people you're working with the best that you can, and then you hope that at some point when the situation is correct... They will make different choices, right? And right. and sometimes a different choice might be, you know, instead of killing ten people, I only kill one. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> right, it's, right. So yeah, it's sometimes it's harm reduction types of things instead of just like you know I'm going right. to lead the life and become a minister. Right, you know? right. Yeah. So I'm curious because you've also worked with CEOs and entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. In working with like really hardened CEOs and entrepreneurs. Were there any sort of similarities to working with with the gang members to, to working with CEOs? Well, yeah, you know, because, and I think it's just it's a human it's a human condition. I think mm. which is what we know becomes normal to us. What whatever we've grown up with or what we've been exposed to for right. a long time right. becomes the way we think life functions. Right. And right. whether you're a gangbanger at one end or you know like a really successful CEO or entrepreneur at the other we can still be trapped by our belief systems. And if we don't take the time to examine them and put shine some light on them and be objective about what it is we're thinking, how we're functioning, what we're doing, we just sort of go through and 
function somewhat unconsciously. And sometimes right. it works, but you know, right. sometimes it doesn't. And even if it does work, it may not give us the best opportunity for potential for the future. Right, right. So, I mean, in, in a lot of your career, it sounds also like you've really focused on working with men, which, you know, is not that common in, in sort of the, the therapeutic world in general, because typically, you know, it, it's it, more women are about self-exploration and, and, and feeling better about themselves and things. And guys are like, ah, I got this. I don't need that. Right. That's right. It's true. Uh, yeah, well, I, I think we have more more females who are in the helping profession in this in this area anyway. But then you're right. Uh, women tend to be socialized to be more into personal growth, spirituality, all those different things. And yeah, guys are like, oh yeah, I'm tough. I can handle it. Or if I if I need help somehow, that's weakness. Or you know, I'll just rub some dirt on it or walk it off, and I'll be fine, right? Nice. Um, and um, and and so really being able to help guys well i mean women can learn from this too but particularly the right, guys right. know that no no this is this is actually a smart move this is strategic this is responsible this is what this is what smart people do you know i, I play a lot of basketball uh-huh. and um you know one of my one of my favorite um players is, is michael jordan right of course, one yeah. of the greatest players so as good as michael jordan was he still had a coach. He hired a coach to help right. him work on his shot. Right. Right. Now, Michael Jordan probably knew way more about basketball than the coach did. Right. But the coach had something Michael Jordan didn't have, What's which that? is objectivity and perspective. Ah, yes. He cannot, Michael Jordan could not look at his shot because he was in the middle of making the shot. Right. The, only the coach, who was not Michael Jordan, could look and they'd say, you know what? I think if you went off your other leg a little more or if you released a little earlier, you might be more successful, whatever it is. Mm, you know what I mean? Right. And so this is it. And, and so when guys can understand that it's not weakness to look for help or have somebody check you out or, or give you some different strategies, it's actually smart and strategic. Right. Then I think a lot of stuff can shift, not just for them personally, but, you know, the ripples go out. It hits their family, their workplace, you know, and make better decisions for the world as well. Right, exactly, exactly. And, and I know I've heard Tony Robbins say it, and many successful men have said it, that they have coaches, that anyone who's really very, very successful always had some kind of coach or mentor in their life. And Tony Robbins, I mean, he's an extreme example, but he has several coaches, one for each different area of his life. Smart man. Yeah. Yeah, I got my own psychologist that I've been working with as well. I've got a oh, psychologist, cool. got a, uh, a mastermind group that I'm part of, and I also got like a spiritual advisor I work with as well. That, oh, you know, wonderful. All three groups of people help me to stay where, you know, on the path that I want to be on and keep my head straight. So mm, Wonderful, wonderful. Now, um, uh, when did you write the book, The Me Factor? So, yeah, so I, I, this has been, <laughs> this, this concept of The Me Factor is something that is born out of my own difficulties and struggles and stuff, and I, I've been working on it for about 20 years or so. Oh, wow. And, you know, I've, it, was, it was a little bit of a struggle to get it written, but I finally got it finished um, probably about, like, seven, eight months ago. Oh. And, um, and uh, you know, very thankful that I was able to get it out of my head and onto some paper. <laughs> right, right. Oh, wonderful. So this is a re- relatively new book. Yeah. And and just to remind our audience, if anyone, hopefully you've you've gone to talkradio.nyc and signed up for the newsletter, because in the newsletter we have a link to the book on Amazon, so you can go pick it up. But um, I love the title, A Systematic Guide to Getting What the Hell You Want. So uh, it sounds like this book is, is also kind of geared towards guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is written to men. Uh, you know, uh, most women are smart enough to, uh, you know, translate it, so it'll be all right. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's written to guys because, like I said, we, we tend to underuse the, the strategies and the help that's available to us. But, but uh, you know, just little tweaks can make a huge difference in the right, outcome for right. men's lives. Okay, so why don't you, uh, we have about... You know, four minutes before we go to break. Why don't you just kind of give our audience a little bit of an overview of like what is the book about, what is the me factor, and and what can people kind of expect from look, reading the book? Okay, so the, the the book literally came out of my own experience with burnout and sort of uh, hitting the wall a mm-hmm. few times in my life, right? Mm-hmm. And so what I understood after you know 
having to struggle with that for a while is that I needed a different strategy to be able to avoid this. And what I found was it wasn't just avoiding burnout, but it was actually a way, a strategy, a system to be able to enhance my life in a positive way and, and, and have that sense of control over how I lived and where I wanted to go. And then what, I ha- what happened was as I started using the system, I started kind of like mapping it out so I could remember it. Um, I saw that a lot, probably like 90, 95% of the folks that I saw in therapy in my practice kind of had the same stuff going on to some Uh, extent or the other. And so the system is really about looking at, first of all, our priorities. What what are the things that um, are important to us in our lives? And not just what we state, but actually how we spend our time, where where our mind goes in terms of focus. Right, because sometimes there's a disconnect. Like we say something is a priority to us, but our actions don't follow through our words in that way. Absolutely, absolutely. And this this goes back to that whole unconscious thing, thinking of those unconscious unconscious beliefs, right? Right. So you know, an example of that was you know I, I value health, right? right? That's what I say. Right. Except that you know if I've got extra work to do, I might not go to sleep on time, or I might right. skip a meal, or I might not work out, right. Or, right? Right. So do I really value health, or do I value whatever it is that I'm I think I'm supposed to be doing at that time? Right. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. And so when you find that there is a disconnect between what people say they want and, and what they actually are doing, how do people like get that into alignment? Is, is it just bringing more awareness to it? Is it just shining a light on that, on that disconnect? Well, part of it is that, right? I, mean, I, I always say there's two parts to change, right? One mm-hmm. is the realization that something needs to change and, like, right. and, and the, the decision to say, okay, I'm going to do this differently. But then that, that's, that's, you know, sometimes that's the hard part, but then comes the work, which is, okay, now i got to do it consistently until it becomes a habit, because if I don't do it consistently, if I, you know, if I right. look away or I'm not paying attention, I'm going to default back to the old thing that I used to do, because that's just more familiar. Right. So, so shining the light on it may bring awareness, and then putting in the work to make sure that it sticks, right? right. And that's why right. I, I had to develop the system, because the awareness wasn't doing it for me right 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 it wasn't enough right right and so you have something you call the seven me factors yes and and so let's just we just got about a minute before break so let's just why don't we just name them what they are and then we'll get into them after the break sure absolutely so what, what they are generally is just how you how you look after yourself and if you hit these seven areas you tend to do well right so one is physical then emotional Uh intellectual spiritual, financial, social, and a sense of purpose. If you can make sure you're putting something into each one of these areas every day or at least once a week, you tend to do better in life. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, and on the Facebook Live, our dear friend Roberta Shaler says, Hi, Gans and Sam. Gans has been my guest twice and brought invaluable insights. Big hugs. Uh, So you got a big fan in Roberta. Hey, thanks, Roberta. (laughs) All right. So let's take a quick break, and when we come back... um, uh, let's talk a little bit more about these seven areas, seven factors, and, and the, the decision matrix, um, sure. which I'm curious about what, what that's all about, okay? Absolutely. Awesome. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're speaking with this hour with Dr. Gans Ferenc, and we will be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m. we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day.
And welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. All right, Dr. Gantz. So, so there are these seven sort of different areas, seven different factors in, in our lives. And, and, and with these seven different areas, right, we're not necessarily going to be uh, uh, balanced in all seven at the same time. Like we're not, we're going to focus on, let's say, one area at one time in our life and another area at another time in our life. Like you gave the example before, if we're building a business, maybe we're, we're not as focused on our health or our relationships. Or if we, we just met the love of our life, we're going to be really focused on relationships and not as much about business, right? Well, you know, it, the reality is it's a dynamic process, right? So, right. yeah, so stuff is going to shift. It's going to go back and forth. But I think, you know, as, and, and one of the reasons I put the system together was to remind me to um, focus, try to focus, try to remember that I can't be too far out of balance for too long, right? right. And that, that, you know, even if I am focusing on building the business, I still have to take some time to make sure that I sleep or I, you know, I connect with friends or, you know, I I do some spiritual practice. And what I've found, and actually what research supports, is that when we do these things, we actually generally feel far less stressed. So Mm. the work we put in, whatever whatever it is, the thing that, that we're focusing on, we actually do better at that with far less effort. Mm. Um, so, okay. so it's 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 one of those things where it's it may seem counterintuitive, but by taking breaks, for example, or going to sleep right. on time, or right. making sure we you know right. hang out with some friends once in a while, we actually do better at building the business, or better at work, or or whatever it is that our focus is at that time. Right, right, yeah. It kind of reminds me. Uh, a long time ago, I read the book The Diamond Cutter by Geshe Michael Roach, and he basically took all these Buddhist principles and applied them to business. And and just one of the big principles that I remember was he negotiated with his boss to take every Wednesday off. And when he'd take Wednesdays off, he would not take his cell phone with him. He would not do any work at all. He would go out and meditate in the woods. He would you know, totally disconnect from things. So when he came back on Thursdays, he was completely fresh and renewed and he was actually more productive by taking Wednesdays off than if he had just worked the whole week. Absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great, great example of that. And, you know, if you look at most spiritual uh, traditions, they have some version of this where they, there is this, this idea that you either take a whole day off or, you start your day with meditation or you, you know, whatever. There's, there's, right. There are breaks in your day to look after yourself, spirituality, and connect with your higher power or just to be thankful or, you know, you talked about celebration earlier in the show. Right. Um, just to, to do any of those things so that, right. you know, as you said before, you're, you're, the matter can, can evolve in, or to the, the energy can evolve into matter, right? right. And then we need to look, look after that so that um, we can feel better and have more in the tank to do the things we need to do. Right, exactly, exactly. Okay, so what's the decision matrix? So, so the decision matrix is actually based on the, the seven me factors, mm-hmm. and then there are four external factors. So we uh, talked earlier about priorities, right? And right. so, uh, you know, the, the priorities that I uh, outlined were are, you know, me, the, the center, right? But uh-huh. then there's the partner, then there's your kids if you have them. Uh-huh. Then there's your extended family and friends. And then there's also work in the rest of the world. Okay. So the priority system works from the inside out where, you know, you have to make sure you're pouring the energy into yourself and also guarding that, that inner circle from mm. things that are going to hurt you or drain your energy or in, in other ways make you, um, make you depleted. And so then the inner, the, the seven me factors are the part of the me, right? So they're, right. they're the, the seven aspects of how you actually pour the energy into yourself. Right. So the decision matrix is a numerical way of looking at choices we make, factoring in all 11 of these different uh, factors. So you oh. get the seven me factors, plus you have partner, kids, extended family and friends, and work. And how does, how does each decision affect this aspect of your life because a lot of times we make decisions based on one factor right maybe time or maybe finances or convenience or whatever Mm -hmm. and you know we make a decision but then we find later on like you know two months down it's like um geez i didn't really think about how i was going to affect this other part of my life over here right? right and so the decision matrix is a way to make sure you're keeping all of these factors in mind and it can give you a number so you can see 
what areas might actually be drained, but also what might be enhanced. And then you can look at, if you're looking at two or three different options, it can give you a sense of what is going to give you the most fulfillment. And you can actually see a number to it versus what is actually going to deplete you. Hmm, I see. I see. Cool. Cool. Um, so it sounds like, and, and again, I haven't read the book yet. I apologize. But um, it, it sounds like this is a pretty in-depth book that, that you know, really probably takes a bit of time to, to get through. Well, you know, here's the thing. It's, it's really simply written. It's, not, ah, okay. it's, it's, it's very easy to read, short sections, there's pictures in it, right? It's, you know, it's written for us guys, right? <laughs> so With short attention spans, I guess. Yeah. Right. You know, so it's not, it's, not, it's not hard to read at all. And um, it flows, it's pretty, once you understand the basics, it's, it, it, it makes sense, right? And it flows mm. pretty easily. The mm. whole book is maybe 200 pages, and it's like, you know... Um, um, Eleven or twelve chapters, I think it is. So yeah, it's it's not it's not a hard read at all. No, but okay. uh, but there is there is some, I think, very um, dense information in there once you get into it. Right, right. And um, and uh, do you, is there do you have anything more like built upon this idea of the me factor besides the book? Like, did you teach a course on it? Do you yep, do absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. workshops, courses. Um, I have a, an actual, you know, I have a, um, uh, an audio I did. And it's interesting. I did the audio way before I did the book. Uh-huh. Um, and I did the audio to remind myself to keep on track. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then, um, you know, people started asking for it. So I, you know, I actually formalized it a little bit. And, you know, if, if uh, I'm, I'm actually currently giving that away. Oh, um, cool. Yeah, so if anybody wants to just go to the website and they can they can do that and they can uh, just sign up for it. And awesome. And, and what's right. the we'll, we'll do it again at the end of the show, but what's your website if people want sure. to go get that audio? Yeah, it's askdrgans.com. So ask and then drganz.com. Uh, and right now we're we're still we're tweaking a couple things, but you can get there and you can sign up for it and as soon as it's live then you can get your download and uh, yeah, and, and so I, I I have that system to help. You know, I remind myself. I listen to that over and over, as well as read the book to be, again keep myself on track. And you know, so there's a, there is there is a systematic nature to this whole whole way of thinking. Awesome, awesome. Now that's great. That's great. And I'll put that in the Facebook Live, and and we have a link to it in the in the summary when we post the podcast. Um, Awesome. So the book has been out like a little while. What kind of reaction have you been getting to the book? What's been the responses? Well, you know, it's funny because when people read it, I've had people buy it and uh, they, they take it home. And women as well, because women women will say, you know, I need to understand what's going on with my son or my husband mm. or whatever. Um, but then they realize, oh, yeah, this kind of talks to me, too. And I've had people come back and buy multiple copies that, okay, no. This friend needs to have this. My <laughs> kid needs this. I, I need to give this to my, you know, my Father's Day gift or whatever, right? Right, right. So, right. Yeah, so really good reactions, which I'm thankful for. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, well, it sounds like something valuable for everybody, and and I'm sure you've you've applied this in your work, working with with different people. Have you've gotten, uh, you know, like law enforcement and and entrepreneurs and stuff? So I imagine uh, it, it's been very valuable to them as well. Yeah, and it is it is kind of a different way of thinking, right? Because mm-hmm. like it, it's people think that um, if they try harder or do whatever they're doing more, that they're going to have success. And sometimes it's actually the opposite. It's actually right. just like letting go and right. taking a break and stuff like that, and then things actually start to work a lot better for them. <coughs> yeah, it's kind of funny. Uh, I, I've been hearing this more and more in conversations with people that instead of pushing forward which was the old way of doing things yeah. and like really uh, 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 banging your way through a wall that a lot of people now are saying you know what when I come up against a wall I just stop it just means it's the wrong direction for me and I and I and I let go and I, and I stop forcing things and then somehow things just magically work out and it's kind of funny how especially for men that we, we have a tendency to push and push and force something but actually the most efficient way for something to create something to happen is is not to force it but to allow it to unfold naturally 
Absolutely, absolutely. It's all all that all that trust in the universe stuff that you were talking about at the beginning, right? Right. You know, and I I really um, when I meditate, uh, one of the mm. things I like to meditate about is water, right? Oh. Um, water is extremely powerful. It can be yes. you, know, you got the ocean, which is deep and powerful, and nurturing yes. and life giving. You know, uh, you have ice that's hard and you know can break the stuff. You can crack rock. Mm-hmm. You know, but water is also very flexible. It's fluid, yes. and so when it comes up against a barrier, it doesn't fight with the barrier. It just kind of goes around or over, or seeps through or seeps right, under. Right. It still gets to where it's going, but it might, you know, it's just flexible and it goes around and does what it needs to do. Right. And I think, you know, um, you know, for me, meditating on that helps me to be more fluid and more flexible because I can, I can definitely do the old school stuff, right? Bang my head against the wall until one of us cracks, right? <laughs> but not very effective. Uh, our, our friend across the pond, Pat Duckworth, says such an important conversation uh, in Mental Health Awareness Week. Oh, I didn't know it was Mental Health yeah. Awareness Week. Ah, so very apropos conversation for this week. Yeah, hey, Pat. Hey. Um, and yeah, and and the other thing I always I found very curious about water is I read somewhere that all the water in the earth has been here for like a billion years. But it's just been recycled, so it's like, you know, it goes from the oceans into clouds and vapor and, and brains, and then it's in the lakes, and then we drink it, and then it comes out. So it's like the water that's around us is ancient. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we, we don't tend to kind of think about, you know, how old is the water that we drink in the glass we just had this morning, but that water has been here for billions of years. So that I found also kind of fascinating. Well, you know, so thinking about that also helps me to understand how insignificant my problems in front of me are today. <laughs> Do you know mm, what I mean? Right? When you right. think about the, the, the age of water, for example, right, right. and, and the, the nature of water and how it flows and, and I can have all these different states. And then it's like, okay, it gives me hope that, okay, it's going to be okay. And then I can just, I can actually relax and relax into, like, you know, the guidance of the universe and the flow and everything else because it really it really is well more enjoyable but you know in terms of effectiveness it's way more effective there's tons and my, my book actually has a few um, uh, graphs and talks about a few studies that they were doing around this stuff but uh, it really does make practical sense it works better your right. body functions right. better your mind is more clear you are right. more effective and efficient in your work you think more clearly you can problem solve better i mean everything on all levels all measures right. we do better when we have a different uh different mindset and different approach right absolutely absolutely and that's the thing i guess well, when you're especially when you're working with men uh that the more practical and the more kind of you can say hey look if you do this spiritual practice like meditate or you don't even call it a spiritual practice let's just sit and be still for a while that you'll actually be more effective and more efficient during your day well, you know, look at the, the, the a hard concept, a very a very well known concept in economics is the law of diminishing returns. Right. right. And the law of diminishing returns, if you want to apply it to this, basically states if you keep doing the same thing you're doing without taking a break, you become less efficient at what you're doing as time goes on. Right. And so, you know, just by taking a break, just yes. by stopping, even if you go right back to what you're doing by just get giving yourself a break, right. you become more efficient. And when you were talking about the diamond cutter that was just a great example and a great application of, of that principle. Right. You know, um, he took, took Wednesdays off, and he, when he showed up on Thursday, it was way better. Right, exactly, exactly. Okay, wonderful. So we're going to take a quick break. This is our last break of the show. And when we come back, let's talk about you have uh, a few ways of how to beat anxiety and stress, right? Yes, absolutely. All right, so let, let, let's get to that when we get back from this break. So you're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. We've been speaking this hour with Dr. Gans Ferrance, and we will be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. The 
best designs for your life start at home. I'm David Thiergartner, interior designer and host of At Home. Listen live Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as we talk to the very best professionals about interior design and the design that's all around us right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. TalkingAlternative.com Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. So, Dr. Gantz, yeah. you, you, you kind of have a, a little bit of a specialty in anxiety and stress, right? Mm-hmm. And th- those are two things that are like epidemics, especially in the Western world today. So, so how do you help people? How do you advise people to deal with anxiety and stress? Well, yeah, a couple things. One is just recognizing, as you said, that it is a, a big deal. It's a, it's a real thing. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, our culture has been built around just pushing through. And, you know, especially for guys, it's yeah. always a badge of honor. Yes. You know? Yeah, I'm really stressed. I'm super busy. You know what I mean? And, right. and people are like, oh, wow, wow. It's a, what a go-getter, right? Right, right, right. Oh, it's so great. You're so busy. No, yeah, it's not. Exactly. Yeah. I, actually, I, I actually have a... a uh, I've been on a tirade against productivity lately because I say, you know, productivity is great for society and it's lousy for the individual. Yeah, yeah, well, absolutely right. Yeah, and, and you know, I, I was talking to um, some folks this week actually about um, efficiency. Right. And I said, you know, sometimes when we're efficient, we, fa- we actually sacrifice effectiveness, right, right? By, by, put, by trying to be too efficient. So, exactly. yeah, we, exactly. we really need to think about this. And this is something my, my psychologist reminded me of. He said, you know, Gans, you can work really hard and get a lot done in a week or a month or even a year, but then you're done, like you're broken, right? Yeah. You know, your capacity is, is changed. Or you can work at 80% efficiency and work for 40 years, right? right? Which, is, right. which is more effective. Right, exactly, you know? exactly. Yeah. Okay, so, so how do you advise people to, to, to deal with anxiety and stress? So generally, the, anything that is going to help you to soothe your nervous system is going to help you to feel better, be able to manage anxiety better, and also help you to be actually productive with less work, right? right. So some of the things, uh, you know, we've talked about a few of them already in the show, mm-hmm. which is looking at your unconscious beliefs or patterns or, or whatever it is, right? So right. you really want to train your brain to um, have the right mindset. One of the things that I've really found is that if we take vacations or if we give ourselves, uh, you know, take a break or have lunch or whatever it is, mm-hmm. a lot of times we do that, but we feel guilty. Right. We, you know, we take the, we, you know, I used to eat my lunch over my work, right? And yeah. just kind of shovel it in and while I kept working or, right. um, you know, you go on vacation, you take your phone with you or, right. you know, you're always in contact with the office. And we haven't really, many of us haven't given ourselves permission to be off. Right, right. Um, it's like we're so used to being online. We're so and, used, and I, you know, I was, I was actually falling into this trap, which was, oh no, I just got to push through. And my receptionist, my number receptionist, my, my assistant, she said, listen, you can't keep doing this, right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna cancel your date tomorrow. You just stay home and and like look after yourself. Yeah. And fortunately, I'd learned this that I said, okay, I gave in, but I <laughs> gave myself permission to be sick for a day. Yeah. And I wasn't sick for very long because I actually was able to enjoy the rest that I had. Right, right, exactly, exactly. You know, we, we're so, 
used to, especially over the last five years, I feel like we're so used to being online, we don't know how to be offline. You know, yeah. we don't know how to turn off the phone anymore. And that's one of the things I practice, especially from like the shamanic work that I do on weekends. I'm very often, you know, once a month to twice a month in ceremony. And during that, it's like phone is off. I'm not communicating with anybody. It stays off all evening, all night, the following day until we finish and close things out, maybe around lunchtime the following day, then the phone gets turned back on. And I find that it really helps me because it's like uh, once I get used to having it off, then it's like, okay, now I can turn it off at will. Absolutely. You've broken the addiction. Right. Exactly. Okay. So... then that's actually one of my tips is actually put the phone down and uh, let your brain breathe. Right? Uh, okay. So, you know, you need to unplug every now and then. You need to yeah. either either a certain time of day or a certain, like, a bunch of days or a week or whatever. But you need time to not be plugged in. Right. And, and that, that includes, like, even listening to music or reading or whatever, right? Because there's a lot of information coming at us. Right. And as adults, we actually don't process information well, if there's more stuff coming at us, we actually need quiet time. We need solitude. We need yeah. that, that meditative state to be yeah. able to process what we've learned and make sense of it. And so it's a, it's a wonderful practice that you just described by turning everything off, especially as you're doing some of the schematic stuff that you're doing. Right. Because right? um, that would be a huge distraction to put you in the wrong headspace. Right. Exactly. And it's like all screens. It's not just your phone. It's your laptop. It's lap- tablets. It's like all screens just off. Yep. Yep. Okay. So train your brain. Turn the phone off. What else? Get out in nature. Ah, get out, I love get, getting, getting out, out nature. in nature. Is brilliant, right? Yes. Yes. So the research that they've been doing recently has found that, um, like, well, with kids, the more screen time they have, the more anxious, depressed, the more uh, aggressive they get, impatient, right? Right. And what they found is that the more nature time kids have, but and this works well with adults too, right. the more the, of nature they have all that stuff reverses, they feel calmer, they feel happier, they feel more positive, they're kinder, they're more patient, they're more social. Mm. So nature is healing. Yes. And when we can get out in nature or if we can like see nature from a window or, you know, sometimes I've had, you know, I've had to be in like cubicles or offices with no windows and I've got pictures of mountains and Ah. and stuff all (laughs) over the place, right? So just, or a plant, right? Right. Just looking at something that's alive and natural really does help to heal you. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, they have a practice now in Japan, they call it forest bathing. Uh, you know, where basically beautiful. you just like spend time in the forest. Okay, nice. so, so, so get out into nature. What else? So uh, another one is, like, and this sounds really simple, but eat well and eat often. Right? Ah. So um, very practical. Getting I like nutrition into our bodies on a regular basis and don't waiting too long between meals. Because what happens is when we wait too long or we skip a meal, our body actually interprets that as that there's a famine state or we're under threat. And so it actually triggers the fight or flight response to some extent and Mm. and makes things more stressful. So we have cortisone, um, uh, cortisol, I should say, um, coursing through our bodies, Mm. all the stress hormones. We have a stress reaction just by skipping meals, right? So Mm. when you do the opposite, you eat often, eat, eat, eat good stuff, you smooth out that that spike and and uh, valley kind of response that our bodies have, right. and that is very soothing to our nervous system. That reduces stress at a physiological level. Right, and you're talking about like healthy food, not sugary fried foods that right. that are are like uh, they call it high glycemic. That will, will right. spike your 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 blood sugar and then crash it, and then you feel awful. No, this yeah. is like fruits, vegetables. Whole foods, not processed yeah. foods, nuts, berries, things like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. All right, and, and 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 what else? Do you have any other tips? Yeah, exercise. Exercise is one of those things that's yes. really important, right? Absolutely. Getting out, getting moving, right? So yes. you know, and you can combine some of this stuff. So if you go walking in the forest, right? Right. You're outside. I love hiking. To a friend. I love going to the woods and hiking. As a matter of fact, uh, yeah, uh, you know, it's one of my favorite activities because you, you know, climbing up a mountain, getting exercise, and you're in the middle of nature. Yeah, absolutely. So that's that's a big thing. That's one of the things that's really um, one of the first lines of defense to stress and anxiety and depression as well is mm. getting out and doing some some good exercise. And, you know, also some weight bearing exercises are good too. Right, right. Right. Okay, we're running out of time. One last tip. 
All right. The, the, the big one, uh, the foundational one, is sleep. Okay, uh, this is something yes. we don't think of as, as as something to look at, look after ourselves. But right. sleep is extremely important. So, eight and a half hours is what the average adult needs. To, oh, eight uh, and a half, healthy. really? Eight and a half. Oh. Well, eight eight hours and about thirteen minutes, really. But, oh, really? but what, you know, there was a there was a study that the American Motor Association did. And they found that if you skip one hour of sleep one night, your um, your chance of getting into an accident double. Wow. If you keep going and you skip, you get, if you get less than five hours of sleep in one night, your chances of getting into an accident go up by a factor of ten. So you're ten times more wow. likely to have an accident just by skipping, just by getting five hours of, or less of sleep in a night. Wow. And, and that's one night. And many of us do this chronically. Yeah. Right? So yeah. we're not ourselves. We're I, not I, our best. I heard that there were some studies of, of a couple of years ago that said that, like, 70 to 80 percent of americans are like chronically sleep deprived yeah yeah, yeah. The world health organization this a few years ago they said that that was going to be the number two health issue in developing nations in developed nations mm-hmm. in the coming you know decades was sleep deprivation and, and sleep hygiene sleep health so wonderful wonderful well unfortunately dr gantz i could talk to you all day long but we're running out of time our dear friend Pat says, love hearing your practical tips, Dr. Gantz. Um, so uh, one more time, people want to get in touch with you. They want to find you, find your book and everything. Where do they do? Where do they go? AskDrGanz.com. Ask, D-R-G-A-N-Z.com. Right. And, and uh, do you work with people virtually? If people like want to work with you but they're not in Alberta, can they work with you? Yep. Yep. We have uh, we're, we're, we have a few different uh, ways to have that happen. So yes, definitely we can figure something out. Awesome. Wonderful. Well, listen, Doctor Gantz, I really appreciate you taking the time to come on the show today. I know you're a very busy man, and and you're also a media hound. People love to get you on their show. So um, I appreciate uh, you taking the time to come on the show today. Hey, thanks so much, Sam. Just really enjoyed uh, talking to you today. All right. Great. And. Uh, I'll see you uh, hopefully maybe at Oceanside or the next annual retreat. Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. And so to conclude, I always thank you, my loyal listeners, my fans, for tuning in and, and uh, listening into the show. Uh, if you like today's conversation, you like Dr. Gantz, please share the Facebook video. Please share the podcast. Let people know about us. Um, and the podcast, for those that don't know, is available everywhere. We're on iTunes. We're now on Spotify, Google Play, uh, Stitcher, uh, SoundCloud, uh, just all over the place. And if there's a podcast platform that you search for me and I'm not on, you search for The Conscious Consultant, I'm not there, let me know and we will get on there. So thank you all for tuning in. Next week we'll have another great guest. I don't know if I forget whether they're calling in or in studio. But thank you all for tuning in. Have a wonderful, amazing day, and we will talk to you next week. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, the Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. The best designs for your life start at home. I'm David Thiergartner, interior designer and host of At Home. Listen live Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as we talk to the very best professionals about interior design and the design that's all around us right here on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com.
Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network, 